I'll go to cool da 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 cool Hey everybody, it's Thursday night, it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jick. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff is coming at us uh, from, as far as we can tell, uh, the bottom of a well, but as far as the listeners can <laughs> tell, a uh, relaxing beach in Barbados. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was actually tempted to... Would they have been to, able to tell if you hadn't said? I was going to try to record from the beach, but I thought that would probably be so noisy and annoying to just not be worthwhile. Also, Sam... Do you have, like, Wi-Fi on the beach? No. I uh, I would have to use my cellular data plan to uh, to be able to hear you guys, which is fine. I can. I don't know. It might have been. It might have been funny, or it might have been funny to start out that way and then go inside. We could just add a backing track of the ocean and pretend that we didn't just say all this stuff. I can't wait until uh, until video games hot dog where we talk about your trip to Barbados. <laughs> Do you think it's unfair of us to to deprive people who only read transcripts of the KOL podcast of all of the stories about our lives? No, I think it's fine. If they cared about the uh, if they cared about us, they would listen to video games hot dog. In brief, in the in the context of Kingdom of Loathing, Kevin, how's your Barbados vacation going? Good. There have been very few stick figures. Uh, there have been a lot of uh, like three adventure trips so that's good hmm did you find any barbed wire fences uh, i saw a couple barbed wire fences i did not yeah. i did not collect any there's a bunch of animals on the island any cool animals a couple uh there's there's i mean there's like you know your standard like livestock animals like chickens and goats and stuff up uh, there's this weird breed of sheep that doesn't really have wool because they don't need it uh but it's got like slightly creepy goat eyes maybe maybe all sheep have like goat eyes i've just never noticed uh, yeah i think they do do they okay well then it's not strange in that way but it's 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 like much sort of more friendly looking i petted one for a while uh it uh it does not have soft fur it's got sort of like wiry uh, stringy fur instead. Which so it's like petting, like when you um, when your sheep dies and you make a fake sheep out of brooms to try to trick your parents. <laughs> it's like petting one of those. Sure, yeah. I'm sure we we can all relate to that, can't we? We all grew up on uh, sheep broom farms. Guys, yeah. We didn't do a Kingdom of Loathing show last week. Right. Which means this is the first show since the Adam of the Month came out. Oh, yeah. Um, is there anything that you would like to say now that you're relaxing on a beach and looking at it in hindsight, uh, hot stuff, about this item of the month? Because you were you were the creative director on this. Uh, I think it turned out really well. I'm really happy with uh, the reception to it. Um, I'm super excited about how the like how the interface came together. That was basically exactly what I was hoping for. Um, I think, I wonder if interest in the puzzles has, have waned because they've sort of hit a wall or, or not, but you know, that's cool. I don't, I, I am fine with puzzles existing that never get solved. Uh, cause that way they just exist for all time. But Potentially. 
Yeah. Do so are they just stuck at a certain point in the progression and not Yes. Yep. Okay. They they've gotten all of the like they've they have they have solved all of the uh encrypted text files. But they've only decrypted one file. Oh. Yeah. So they just haven't solved the first well, they've no, they've decrypted. They've decrypted one file. Yeah, but the, but they haven't then figured out what to do with the decrypted version. Correct. Yes. I see. I didn't ever actually look at the the real versions of the puzzles, so yeah, you'll have to I, you'll have to tell I me think I offline. Saw one of them. I don't. I don't know how you get the decryption passwords either. Some of them are dumb, and some of them are okay. <laughs> uh, I think I inadvertently put uh, a super difficult one first. So we'll see. Riff wrote the world's best crossword. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Riff Riff wrote a lot of the uh, encrypted. Yeah, I think puzzles. I wrote. Was it? I, I I did like the. I did all of them except the butts one. I think right. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was kind of surprised um, that the. Uh, I was surprised that the Pokemon one was the last one to be solved. I would have. I would have guessed that the foreign languages one would have been the last one yeah they can they ripped through that one i was yeah. i was impressed mm, red herrings <laughs> hey speaking of which uh, theoretically by the time should we should we talk about the the other puzzles thing kevin sure i mean hot stuff yeah because by the time by the time you hear this uh we'll we'll have we'll have announced some some exciting news hopefully uh yeah i think i think that so in theory so no, in in practice, uh, we, uh, Jick and I wrote some puzzles for Miriam Webster, uh, which they might be using on their website and or Twitter account. Cool. Um, so you they... didn't need me to make up fake answers for you. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> probably, I mean, in the fullness of time, we probably should do a better job of making fake funny answers. Uh, I just, I just sort of made mediocre funny answers i think i think you would probably do a much better job of coming up with funny <laughs> fake answers as as that is your style yeah, and i would yeah and i would definitely not say that this was a thing that you and i did i would say that this is a thing that you did with a, mi- a very minor amount of support from me oh sure okay you you made some tools um, that I used, but which was helpful that's true and I like doing that. I like making tools for parsing words. And then I spent a bunch of time making a tool that you pointed out could be replaced with a trivial regex. And then I felt dumb. I, regex is so powerful, it's hard to know what you can and can't do with it. Because it's just a matter of like knowing all the right syntax and stuff. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to drive enough people there that they'll notice uh, new people showing up to be interested in these puzzles. So they won't want to buy more from us. Exactly. That would be cool. Um, the thing that we did was like a week's trial run. Yeah. I think I, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to use them. So who knows, but we can, we can link to them once they're alive. Yeah. As soon as we have something to link to, we're going to, we're going to really just really, just really blast it <laughs> on our social media. <laughs> just like, like, j- I mean, just, 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 just really blast it. It's going to be my plan. super gross. Yep. <laughs> Can't uh, wait. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's exciting. That's uh, it's 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 fun to have a project. 
Mm. Yeah. And we're working with a working with a two hundred year old company. <laughs> Riff has been working on something like toiling away, I feel like. Yeah, I am I am nearly done with the prototype type. Prototype. I've I've I, I like one more day of work and I'll have it I'll have a version that that we internally can actually play. Nice. And uh what is the likelihood of infinite loops? Um None anymore. <laughs> I okay. think I've gotten all the infinite loops out with the, right. with the help of, of C.D. Moyer making a tool that I could use to get myself out of infinite loops, <laughs> which I had to use immediately as soon as he posted the link to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The classic oh shit dot PHP. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a little weird because like when, when Riff is working in our dialogue scripting language, it, it doesn't have a lot of the safeguards that like PHP has. So it's pretty, it's pretty easy to get yourself in a situation where the server stops letting you work anymore. <laughs> um, it's like, but yeah, it's, what are I you mean, trying to do? I don't like, it, I don't like any of this. Fuck y'all. What this effectively means is that the item of the month is going to get into testing on the 9th. Which I think is a record. Yeah, kind of. At least the complicated bit of it. Yeah. So then there's some stuff that uh, there's some stuff that hot stuff and I will have to make up and a little bit more work. Yeah, to be done and I time. I'm going to have I'm going to be spending pretty much the entire rest of the month filling in filling flavor text into word buckets. <laughs> so I may even need you to to write the item descriptions. Although I won't. I'll I'll decide that for certain when we get to like the last week of the month. Yeah, I can do that. Ah, does that and, actually? That's a question. Does that mean that you're not going to be working on West of Loathing at all for this month? Probably not. Not not unless it goes way smoother than I anticipate, and I end up with like a free week at the end of the month. All right, that, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna declare that your next uh, the next item of the month that you're in charge of cannot be as content heavy as this one because we can't have another month lost of yeah. Well, you that's working on one of those that that's that's fine with me, and I don't have any any more I- uh, ideas of this complexity in mind anyway. So. Okay, cool. Or any more ideas at all. So <laughs> yeah. I also yep. can't work Dumb. on West of Loathing. So. <laughs> Sorry, I finally ran out. I always wondered when when would it happen. 2016. Sitting on the beach has been. I mean. They're all dumb ideas, but like I keep having all of these like sort of like one-off joke ideas sitting on the beach, thinking about KOL and West of Loathing and stuff like that. And I just, I don't know. It's a, it's kind of awesome just having like kind of a I don't know like a Zen beach mind to just sort of wander freely. I'm excited. What about like shoes made of sand? <laughs> <laughs> so that way it doesn't suck when you get sand in them. We can call them sandals. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Well, do you want to get to some questions from Kingdom of Loathing podcast listeners? That would be lovely. Or Kingdom of Loathing podcast transcript readers. <laughs> sure. Linkmaster says, Just wanted to say the source terminal is my favorite item in the month since I started playing over 10 years ago. The terminal leveling up as I use it, unlocking more chips, feels super great, and the flavor is delicious. Great job on this one, guys. Well, there you go, hot stuff. Sweet. I, uh, I read, like... The first hundred pages of Neuromancer again, like yesterday, <laughs> and was like, "Oh yeah, like this is exactly where like m- almost all of the the like tropes for Shadowrun mm-hmm. came from, and exactly like what I 
spent just hundreds of hours as a kid like imagining and dreaming about Hugbert writes, any plans for a Twitch Tower edition in the near to distant future? It's been about eight months since the previous one, so I, for one, am itching for some twitching. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to do that KOLCon one. Okay. Um, just to, just to give people a chance to buy the con items. Um, should we do like an actual new floor? For that, I was going to. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I was going to do a floor that was just 12 West Main and, and like the, oh my God. uh, well, that's a meta. Uh, and a, and a party house. Wow. Like with just a play, a thing in between them marked like, like labeled like 40 miles of confusing freeways. <laughs> um, and the por- party house can have the world's most disgusting swimming pool. Mm hmm. I wonder how many yep. people who are still around were present for and remember <laughs> that, that, uh, that, ill-advised party that we had at a rental house with a pool yeah that was like the second kol con second or third yeah yeah we just we did that was before we started doing them in venues i think it might have been the the third one where we just decided that the nighttime venue would just be a big house that we rented um up in scottsdale and the pool was revolting yeah the following day seemed fine when everyone was in it the night before, but anyway, Zen zero zero says, can you change the plus five, everything on the defective game grid token from five turns to 55 turns, five turns of buff is pretty niche. Yeah. But five turns of every buff fills every niche. Sorry, niche. The, 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 the secret of that is that it, it's not really meant for the players. It's, it's just a giant list of effects that I can copy and paste to like, get all of the relevant effects that I want for any given thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a reference document for Hotspot. Yeah. Blue Scream says, is there any plans to update the quest tracker for level 11 and 12? It should be okay for level 11 at this point, although there might be cases where it disappears for a second that I'm forgetting about. Um, because I don't think that I've ever actually played all the way through the level 11 quest since the quest tracker for it was in. Level 12 is just a such a big project you still have sort of plans to revamp that at some point yeah it's really hard to imagine me at this point spending the kind of concerted time and energy on that like that might just have to wait till next year yeah i i I would assume it would be a post west of loathing project at this point yeah so let's hope that west of loathing doesn't get delayed for four years (laughs) I, i would appreciate that (laughs) <laughs> jolson 42 says really enjoying the source terminal i haven't unlocked much of it yet but i've seen discussion and i'm excited for the future two questions though jick i'm sure i remember you disliking the writing desk trick where a sufficiently copied writing desk allowed a player to jump straight to the next floor of spooky raven what changed between then and now for you to let digitize through i didn't think of that i don't know it, it's i get like, I don't know how I was planning on f- fixing that. Apparently I wasn't, right? Like, because it was just not being able to... Like, not having enough copies to make it... Yeah, I mean, did all of the did all of the copying mechanisms expire from standard? Is that why... Oh, I don't... I don't know. This changed, because I don't... I mean, the reanimator... The, the arrow definitely is, but the reanimator, I don't know if he's old enough. And I, I don't know if people bother making any of the, like 
copying mechanisms that exist in the regular game, right? Because like the 40 camera is just standard constantly, right? Yeah, yeah, but like it's I don't super inconvenient to construct. It's inconvenient to farm, yeah. Like you just you would just go fight the desks if you were going to do it, right? Because it takes a beer lens. Um, those are easier to get than they used to, but I don't think anybody makes bartenders anymore. Right. So there's not a spare. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that, maybe that is a thing that I could have eliminated. I mean, in a way, I think it's fine. I think it's okay, especially okay now that we have standard restrictions where this is a cool, fun tool to play with for a couple of years and then it goes away and we get to do something else, you know, like it, it definitely just and then, frees up our ability to design fun things that feel powerful. Yeah, it does. It does kind of suck though, that like, if there's a thing that like, I it, probably, if I had thought of this, I would have changed it, you know? Cause I mean, I think it involves having a writing desk in your chateau painting and then, copying it so that you can fight a bunch of it like starting at the very beginning of your run yeah mm. which just lets you skip to like midway through the quest which i mean also that's probably fine i mean people are happy to do it it's a thing that makes you happy to figure it out like and it's you know seeing people bitching about power leveling in the source reminds me like all oh, right well this is what happens when we make the quests longer <laughs> Right, is that you don't get them done so fast that you have to spend some turns leveling. Right. It, so, I mean... This was actually a kind of an, a fascinating path to see the reactions to the... the, like, the resistance to... Like, power leveling, which used to be such a core part of just how the game was played, we kind of got rid of it and then bringing it back was people were really unhappy with that. Which is, yeah. Surprising. Yeah. I was, I was surprised at that. I mean, I think it has settled down and people have figured out that it's not sure. Just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of, it might be one of those things where that it takes more like real life time to do this because you have to yeah. plan a lot more carefully, but yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't ever really understand how optimal play is gonna emerge yeah. in a path when we roll it out. So it's like there are things where you know sometimes if somebody on dev thinks of something, they'll warn us like, no, this is gonna be shitty to actually deal with if you want to play well. Yeah. You know, and it sucks when we make something that like doesn't need to be like that to support the flavor or the style or the restrictions that we want but ends up being like that just because of of you know bad decisions um you know i think a lot of people were pissed when uh, about the change of making the agents easier when you lost to them right because it just means like it was not a lot fewer like stats it was a, it was a subset right because <laughs> i think there were a bunch of people who were really happy because it solved a lot of problems for them yeah yeah yep but then you know for the for the high-end players that that were not concerned about losing to agents, but more concerned about speed. It became a lot more of a kick in the shins, I guess. 
Well, although th- those people just don't don't lose. Well, but that's easier said than done, I think, because you're always pushing the limits of what you can do and something goes wrong or you forget to buff up the right way or something and you set yourself back. Uh, the Great White Hunter writes, fun ruining skill buckets still in Mr. Store. Um, I just went in and made those only show up when you're on the in the appropriate path. I don't know why that was like that. It was the the code in there was if one or a wall path. <laughs> Did we want those buckets to show up for everyone, regardless of whether they were on the path when the path was current? Is that a decision that we made? I don't remember making that decision. Maybe somebody else made it. Either. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe we did. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Howdy, fellas, says Shiny Platypus. I gotta tell you, I got a mean hankering for those West of Loathing shenanigans. Seriously, though, I'm excited that this is still moving forward, and I just wanted to let you guys know that I actually read your awards placard. I actually read your awards placard. That is all. <laughs> Less than three, Shiny Platypus. Good. Hopefully there will be uh, more real things and less fake things on there over time. Bosebert says, please, guys, fix Bad Moon. A version of the Kingdom of Loathing like that being there to explore is a great thing. I imagine continued support of it gets harder these days with slotless items of the month, with the Snowjo, the LTNT office, and the Witches set all being completely accessible in Bad Moon. But please fix it and maybe let us know if anything, what, if anything, we can do to help and have Bad Moon stay Bad Moon. Um, yeah, no, I did remove those things from Bad Moon. I, I remain sorely tempted to just make a challenge path that is Bad Moon. But and remove it, remove it as a and remove that remove it as a as a moon sign thing. Um, I I think that'd be kind of a mess. But yeah, and I don't actually know if it would help with stuff like this. All right, because the the whole point of Bad Moon is that it needs to be kind of continually supported as a. As a as a playstyle, or it becomes meaningless as a playstyle, right? It's not we can't just say like, well, this isn't the current path anymore, so we don't have to make sure it works. As long as you can finish a run in it, we're fine. Um, we could do the the so, yeah. reverse of Bad Moon. It could be a uh, Mad Boon, where everything's just like all sorts of great buffs <laughs> everywhere, or um, Dab Noob. Which is when uh, an inexperienced uh, uh, marijuana smoker g- gets some of that crazy powerful THC wax that they sell, which I think is called dab, and they're a noob at it. Wax. Yeah, it's I don't know what it is. It's uh, like I don't really understand it. It just looks like wax, huh. and it's just apparently like here's if you want to smoke a million times as much weed as makes sense to smoke uh, do this so <laughs> like if you have been smoking every minute of every day for years and it doesn't do anything anymore here's the next step is that what that is <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah bozbert says where are things with the nemesis quest revamp um ask me again after west of loathing is done <laughs> i bet this makes people sad People who don't, people who aren't particularly interested in West of Loathing and feel like we've just abandoned KOL. 
Uh, those people should uh, those people should be excited for Rest of Loathing because if they like KOL, they're going to like that. Not necessarily. That is true. They might only like games that they can play in their browser. And then where are they going to be? It, it's not like we're not making well, they content need to... for KOL. Like we're just yeah. There are just a bunch of large projects that are on hold because doing them would yeah. push back this other thing, which we really need to get done. Yeah, and also, I mean, West of Loathing hopefully gives us both additional revenue and a precedent for future additional revenue that will allow KOL to be better supported and not worse. Yeah, that's Which, that is true. If if we didn't do anything except work on KOL, KOL, we would run out of money faster than if we did do something else. That is totally true. Siba says, I'm excited that an item came out in time for my 37th birthday. Uh, yes, that's years in a row. Thanks for another fun item of the month and making a great game all these years. Also, congrats on the green light for West of Loathing. Well, thank you. Uh, let's see. Luxender writes, everything is ordered muscle, mysticality, moxie. Why is moxie last and muscle first? I think that it's just a relic of that being the way that it was in Dungeons and Dragons, right? Strength, intelligence, dexterity. But is it? I forget. It might actually be strength, dex, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. I mean, I guess with Moxie is charisma instead of dexterity. It's weird that it's kind of both. Is strength is because strength is also kind of constitution. And, yeah, the strength and, and constitution is, is intelligence and and wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's I- like. It's like knowing stuff and figuring stuff out. Yeah. What? But I don't know that that's... I mean, what what is the order? Let me let me look at a screenshot of, a, of an old character sheet. Strength. It's like strength, dex, con, int, whiz, charisma. Okay. Charisma. <laughs> Chorizo. Charisma. Charisma charpenter. Um... um, um, um. Naramo says, would it be possible to have a separate checkbox for wandering monsters and bosses slash special, monster, uh, special monsters for the triggering of auto attacks? While I don't want my combat macro to fire against bosses, I generally would like it to fire against wandering monsters because it's easy to add if monster name predicates for such occasions. Do we tend to... I, I mean, is it just because a lot of the wandering monsters that recur are bosses for no reason? Like that strikes me as a thing where let me let me look and see if this is still the case. Uh, what is a what is a like a stuffing guy? What do you call those things? Stuffing golem. A stuffing golem, golem. No, he's not a boss, but no, they don't have. No, they just have no auto attack set on them. I mean, they're set to no auto attack because people requested that they be no auto attack. Yes, because they uh, are unusual. Right, they're scaling, so you wouldn't. You would maybe when you see it, you would want to do something different than what you would do if you were just fighting monsters that you knew how strong they were going to be. Um, man. There's that no auto attack property and then that 
then there's a way that the user can say auto attack, even if the no auto attack property is set. But then there's a seriously no auto attack property that stops that (laughs) setting from working. So then we just need to make this is like frog fractions. We just need to make one that's like that's like ignore that setting. And then they have to they have to pay karma to turn that on and off over time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Unwired Ben says, I really wish that when you've got three accessories equipped, the right-click menu for accessories would give you equip in place of foo, equip in place of bar, equip in place of baz choices, instead of just showing equip and then failing when you pick it. It's annoying to have to scroll up to the top, unequip something, and then find your spot again to get the item activated. You can, you just have to turn that option on in the options menu. There's, you can just get equip one, two, three links next to accessories if you turn it on. What about right-click menu? I think it's in the right-click menu also. Doovie says, shouldn't there be a footwear equipment slot? You could easily make a joke of the adventurer hanging shoe equipment items off their keychain or something like that, and it'd make more sense than being able to equip three pairs of shoes at once. You can totally equip more than one pair of shoes at once. Like, if you think about it, socks are shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you just need, a, you know, increasingly larger pairs. Yeah, which, I mean, they all fit you no matter what they drop off of. So, it, like, obviously all shoes are just arbitrarily sized. Yeah. Are we are we um, going to have some sort of argument about, like, whether chili is soup and is a hot dog a taco? And yeah, our feet shoes. Our feet <laughs> shoes. Rabaze says, did you know that the shortest way to refer to the Buddy Bjorn in Mafia is with the string Buddy BJ? I bet it's not. I bet if it doesn't, if it didn't have to start with the beginning of the string, probably Y space BJ or even just space BJ. Remember that Michael Jordan movie from the nineties <laughs> space BJ. That was the, the sort of back room of the video store parody next to Edward Penishens. Because it's, it's up, up until BJ it's competing with the bulky buddy box, right? Oh, huh? Yeah. But maybe BJ would be enough because maybe there are no other BJs. Random X007 says, Hey, I just want to say I love the game. It's just about the only hobby type that I have time for anymore, so thanks for helping me keep my sanity. Also, can you take away the case sensitivity requirement for the contact's name in the demon summon given by the internet? I have Yojimbo's law and the capitalization of his name constantly changes, making it impossible to summon the demon. Another solution would be to simply make whatever case the internet last gave you in combat. Thanks. Keep up the awesome work. Man, what a weird thing I, to have fallen out. I remember. I like it. Yeah, I do too. I remember when uh, when it became obvious that it was case sensitive, and Yojimbo's law was like, "Today is the best of all possible days," or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, <clears throat> I think I think Yojimbo's law now has like a different avatar and a different name every time like every minute or something i don't know how often that (laughs) fires but it's pretty good and a title i think the title is also randomly selected uh showado wolf says so what is the main plot slash story of your new game western of loathing will it still be a web-based mmo like kol and will any classes from kol return to wol uh no no classes will return and it will not be a web-based mmo it's just a it's just a cool single player game like skyrim exactly like skyrim this game is exactly like 
Skyrim. It starts out and you're in a wagon and then you nearly die and a dragon attacks. That's that's accurate so far, right? Except for maybe the dragon. Uh, who doodle says, Hey guys, there should have been a, or there've been a couple of requests recently. Well, they were read recently anyway, for more than 11 custom tabs in inventory. You thought it should have been done already, but it doesn't seem to be unless I'm supposed to do something I'm unaware of. Also, have you seen the new AMC show about getting Jick's girlfriend's friends, ex-boyfriend stoned baking Brad? Ah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Thanks. Who doodle. Remember Brad? <laughs> I do. Luckily, nobody listens to this show, so it's not. Uh, Goldust says, could you please add the can of value brand every bean salad to the Elemental Bean Can Zap Group? I like that I have the opportunity to say Elemental Bean Can Zap Group. (laughs) How would you describe your band? Well, (laughs) I guess we're really sort of an Elemental Bean Can Zap Group. Do you mean you play Elemental Bean Can Zap or (laughs) no? (laughs) Yeah, I really did fuck that up. Um, I just made an item and then it made it not drop anywhere. There's also a part of the fishing. There's a part of the floundry that we just never put in. You you could put those things in as as yeah. Tuesday update. Yeah, I could. Hey, t- happy Tuesday. I finished a thing from last month or two months ago. <laughs> I mean, what what is Tuesday supposed to be really other than fixing something that should have been finished long ago? Uh, let's see. Here's a question that I'm going to move to listeners mail for video games. Hot dog, I think. Um, and mathematical rights. Sorry, I keep scrolling down towards this. Have you ever considered kickstarting or otherwise community sourcing KOL content? I wonder how people would react. It seems reasonable to me to give players the opportunity to fund things they're really interested in, like complex world events or clan dungeons, which are too much effort at this point to justify prioritizing them without financial incentive. I think a lot of people would think that that was shitty, and I think that I would have a hard time disagreeing with them. Like, it feels like sort of ransoming doing our jobs to a certain extent and it's also like we've gotten this far with us deciding how to prioritize our time i don't necessarily want to just become like mercenaries it's a it's sort of a weird proposition because it's not like we don't want to do those things it's it's really just a question of how much time we have to implement all of the ideas that we have, right? So I guess yeah. if we were, if we did a Kickstarter to hire somebody to fill in some content, but that would also be such a weird proposition, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be, uh, you know, it is possible that it would not be as hard as we think to hire someone to do that i guess yeah i mean i feel like uh fail better has done sort of an interesting job of hiring people to write content that's in a particular voice you know 
Yeah, that no, I'm not worried about the writing at all. Like that's that's a thing. Like while while like Riff and I are obviously better at it, and and Scully is too. I mean, that, you know, it's easy to find that, but like actually, like sort of synthesizing and implementing stuff. Mm, that's true. There's a lot of like I, learning curve on our tools. You know, though. This whole new, this brave new world of items of the month makes me feel pretty confident that when West of Loathing is out, we will be able to do a lot of stuff in KOL that we couldn't do before without me being the bottleneck on it. Because everybody's getting practice kind of building stuff from the ground up. That's true. You know, so, I mean, I could say... Hot stuff. Do the level twelve revamp, which, which I would not do. Um, but <laughs> I'm but pretty happy like, with it as it is. <laughs> Done. But but I but I do but I do think that <laughs> right. <laughs> I do think that like it, we've we've sort of cracked open the floodgates a little bit on me not being the kind of central creative voice of a thing with these items of the month and you know i i i'm uh, you know i'm guessing that you hot stuff feel more confident in your ability to do that like dungeon idea that's been kicking around for a long time yeah having learned what you've learned in d- doing the last few things that you've done it's true like and so that like that will just still be true right so it's possible that the pace of new stuff with KOL won't depend so entirely on my mood. And I feel like that might that might be a thing that I get to do while you guys are sort of nose to the grindstone on content development in West of Loathing. Because I'm not, mm. while I'm hoping to be able to do some stuff in there, I'm not nearly as deep into that as you guys are. And yeah, although I do, like, my role is not yeah. necessarily as. I think there is always going to be polish work. Yeah, that, that's totally true. That that you can do, and so and it's like, I don't know. I the the green light has started to really make it hit home. Like fuck, we got to finish this thing now. Yeah, we really do. You know, and it's you know it's it's one of those things that it's like it's hard, but it gets easier the more you do it, and it gets more done the more you do it. So like, <laughs> I know the answer. It's it's just like don't you know. Don't be lazy. Uh, let's see. As Andorra says, do Silver Moon commendations hurt or help werewolves? <laughs> <laughs> Shion Shizuni says, will you guys ever revamp the beginning for new players? We were, we were just talking on the last conference call that Hot Stuff wasn't on about the tutorial and how I think that the game would be better if the tutorial was not so explicitly just a list of things that's like, learn this now, learn this now, learn this, but something where you actually played KOL to learn how KOL works. I feel like that's uh, that's a lesson coming from West of Loathing into KOL, right? Because the beginning of yeah, I mean, it feels supernatural. <laughs> Ghost. Yeah, ooh, it does. It's like ooh, it's so spooky. <laughs> but uh, but we really do introduce a bunch of concepts one at a time and kind of just have faith that you're going to figure it out. 
and almost everybody does, which is great. Yeah, it is good, especially because I don't really remember doing that on purpose. <laughs> like it, but it, but it is like, you know, with word realms, we spent a lot of time like trying to figure out how we were going to tutorialize this stuff. Right. Because it wasn't super hard, but it just, it was very difficult to figure out like how to use skills and like what the difference was between one kind of skill and another kind of skill. And like, you know, it turned out like it probably, even though it didn't seem too complicated to us, it probably was too complicated. And the way that master swords ended up being, I think is probably just objectively a better designed system. Um, sure. But you know, I don't, I don't remember explicit. I mean, like it is so much easier to not, overwhelm people when the UI is like arbitrarily clean compared to a web page. Mm. You know, it's like, there's only so many things that you can do in this room as opposed to like, well, shit, which of the thousand features that we've added over the last 13 years are exposed to someone in the tutorial now. And we forgot about it. That's true. Like, because, you know, we don't do the kind of QA that we would do if we were a bigger team or a better team um, <laughs> where it's like we don't roll out this feature until we're sure that it doesn't break something else. We don't because do it would just be impossible. A- we'd a- never do testing to see what people respond to. Yeah, that's the other thing. We don't do a soft launch in Canada. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, one of those places where they speak English, but there aren't enough people to care about, I think was the way that <laughs> fail better put it like New Zealand or Barbados. I don't even know if they have the, the Philippines. I think or the Singapore. Philippines is a place that you can do a soft launch of an English. Really? Yeah. English and Philippines. I thought so. I thought that's what he said. Hmm. Let's see. Hi, guys, says Elfim. Do you have time to read another Spindler this week? Just another reminder. Yeah. Which one would we want to do today? So I think Monster is going to be too long. Monster because a, a lot of what I would like to do with that would be so much of so much of what's in monsters sort of spirals out to like what the different monster special properties are. Yeah. There's a lot of those. And then we started doing so much of that in like code blocks and stuff too. Yeah. So let's, let's just do like a zone. So is this, okay. So what, what kind of spindler, what is the name of this spindler? This is the location spindler, which is <laughs> location than... and place are is different than place. Yeah. Um, a place is a container document. Yeah. Yep. I know it started. It's I like, I have been doing little enough like of this kind of development on KOL that it's starting to confuse me also. Like it's, I no longer just naturally understand it anymore. What is a place that has like some of everything in it in terms of different kinds of encounters? Um, I mean like the forest, like the sleazy back, sleazy back alley. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna Sleazy load up back a, alley, a zone to sort of see yeah. what it looks like because there's a bunch so, of especially on a, a thing that's complete there's a bunch of the density of information is very high yeah 
So, uh, we've got fields for the zone's name. I get, like, at the beginning, there's just basically, like, a drop-down of every zone in the game, and then there's previous and next links, a link to make a new one, and then a search box. Like, that's pretty standard for most spindlers. They just have this sort of, like, you know, UI at the top. So then, we've got the name, we've got the location number, which is usually auto-filled in, is editable if it needs to be. Then a field called document, which is what container document it lives in. So with Sleazyback Alley, it's town underscore wrong dot PHP, which I think should actually be place dot PHP with the sub-document town underscore wrong, but town underscore wrong dot PHP just redirects to that, so it's okay. Um, but that, the go back to the wrong side of the tracks link would be broken if we got rid of that old script instead of just having it be a redirect. Then there is zone type, which is outside, inside, underground, or underwater, which we use for various things. Does it there is the, default to one of those? I believe it defaults to outside, okay. but I don't know. Let's uh, let's go to make a new one in a new window and see what... Yeah, it defaults to outside. Uh, then there is the percent chance, the, the zone's native percent chance of a non-combat adventure. Um, which is just, if you don't have any plus or minus non-combat, what are the odds that it's going to pick a, a non-combat instead of a monster? Uh, then there is the zone stat requirement. Uh, which is in this case set to negative one because that means we've dealt with this stat requirement. It defaults to zero, but zero just means we haven't decided what its stat requirement is. So it'll show up on reports that are like, these are zones without stat requirements. Um, negative one means it doesn't have one. Um, oops. Nope. Uh, sorry, I thought maybe Jim was here, but he's not. Uh, then it has a list of specials which are just special properties that can be what there's fewer zone specials like anything in here falls through into any fight that you have i think so like we could make a zone where no matter what monster you encountered in there they always got like elemental resistance or something um but we don't tend to do that um so zones can have a uh, code block that it executes when the zone loads. Uh, they can have like olfaction doesn't work here. They can have banishing doesn't work here. They can have the item drops in the zone diminish over time uh, based on how many items drop. They can have fryer plants are not allowed to be here. They can have, and I do this a lot recently, force non-combat after a certain amount of turns, which is that if you've been there for however long, it will just give you plus a thousand percent non-combat chance until you get a non-combat in the zone if you if it's been this many turns since the last one. Um, there's reverse non-combat, which is just zones where non-combats become more likely the more plus combat you have, which is a dumb thing that we should never have done. <laughs> uh, there's no wandering monsters. Like, there are zones where no wandering monsters are allowed to, to be in. There's a bunch of uh, specials about what turtles are in the zone now. As opposed to those actually being like non-combat encounters that have complicated conditionals, there's just like a system for finding turtles. Well, because isn't there, isn't there like a there's the low, medium, and high, right, which yeah. is sort of the generic turtles, and then a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, every zone either has low level, mid level, or high level as a property, which determines a number of things that can happen in there. Actually, um, 
if there is a specific turtle for a specific zone, it'll go in there as just the idea of a choice adventure. Um, Hobopolis zones all have Hobopolis as a special property. I'm not sure what that does. Uh, all clan dungeon zones have clan dungeon. And even in the notes here, it says, not sure what this is for. <laughs> and then uh, there's also Ruby Rodable, which is something to do with the Sandworm Future Quest. So I don't know what that means because I think Chris Moyer uh, made that. He implemented that quest. Uh, so then the, there is a code block for, uh, controlling access to the zone. This is only used on newer zones. The old ones are still just in a big switch statement in adventure.php. Cause I have, I never went through and converted them all to the new code block. Um, but this is basically just like, if you can't get into the zone for some reason, this checks the reasons and then explains to you why you can't go there. Um, then there's a text box, which is a list of that zone's hidey holes, which is uh, where you could hide gifts, that one crimbo, and, and, and then Easter, Easter eggs. And then, yeah, yeah it re- recurring Easter eggs, like just, uh, it, it, it seemed like a thing that would be useful for stuff, and they're not that hard to write. Um, and I believe Jim is here now. Uh, so let's continue the <laughs> the location. Re- really, the rest of it is just a bunch of lists. These are the monsters that can be in the zone. These are the non-combats that can be in the zone. These are the super likelies, which this actually merits further discussion about how this whole system works. Uh, these are the semi-rares. This is the clover adventure, if any. And this is the ultra-rare monster that's in the zone, if any. And those are just like sort of big lists with add and delete features and stuff. Um, but I think what we're going to do now is we're going to go get some food and then we're going to come back and record video games, hot dogs. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us from the, from all the corners of the globe, fellas. Gosh. Sure. Anytime. And, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in probably an hour. All right. And, uh, listeners will be back in probably a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Bye, everybody. Good night, everybody.